Okay. All right. Let's go. So, we are learning about this pasuk. Pada b'shalom nafshik Abraham ha'yumadi Hashem redeem my soul in peace from those who warred against me, because or although the many were with me, because the many prayed for me, or although many people many people were against me. Either way, Hashem helped me. That's that's what David Melch says, and. There is a Gemara's interpretation of that, that Hashem is saying, I was redeemed in peace because you, the many people were there davening in a minion, that causes God, so to speak, to be redeemed, meaning to be revealed in the world. And we explain that there's a connection between these two interpretations, the simple interpretation and the Talmudic interpretation. And the connection is, it, it seems that we can redeem Hashem, or it's about us redeeming God. And the simple meaning is about God redeeming David. And the, and the connection is, we could redeem the Abishter. We could do things that reveal godliness in this world. We can only do, do those things if Hashem help, helps us first. We need Hashem to help us redeem him. There was a, a great tzaddik, Abisrael of Rizn. And all of his children became Rebbes. One of his children, I think it was David, tried to Rebbe. Someone came to, to the Rizhner, he asked Rizhner, Akasha, Ahilka Rizhner, what should I do? And the Rizhner, the Rizhner's response was, God will help you. Okay? He goes out of his father, of the Ahilka Rizhner's uh, office, and he meets Abdav, this child. What did my father say? My father said, your father said, God will help me. So he said, okay, please go back inside. Ask my father, until God helps me, what should I do? So, that's a pretty good question, you know. Okay, I'll do that. He goes back into the Hale Gadizhner, Rebbe, until Hashem helps me, what should I do? So the Rizhner said, until the Abishter will help, the Abishter will help. Understand <laughs> what's going on? They say in the name of, of Adl, the Hashem's daughter, that uh, she said, I don't know if this is true or not, this is what people say, that she said, God, I know you're going to help me, but I need you to help me until you'll help me. So, so in other words, there's a, there's a big salvation that you're looking for, but in order to get to that big salvation, you need, you need help along the way. Why are you waiting for it? You, like the Gemara says, you shouldn't be doich You can't be pressing the the, uh, the the tote button like a bikunin, you know, go to the tote, the telephone. You can't always be going to like, what's going to happen? Are we there yet? You can't always do that. Uh, so you need Hashem's help while you're while you're waiting for the bracha to come down. So, so this is it's a similar thing we're starting over here. Yes, you can redeem Hashem. You could do a lot of things, but you know what? You know, in order for you to, to you to do something that's so impactful, that causes godliness to be revealed in the world, you need Hashem to assist you. So that's the connection between these two explanations. God is redeeming us. We're redeeming Hashem. It's both. In order for us to do anything, we need Hashem to help us to do that. Well, I mean, let, let, let's say you were single. Let's say you knew you were going to get married in four years. So while you're in, going through this anxiety of trying to find the shidduch, you, you would have all these interpretations of why your uh, lot is so terrible and why no one wants to even have, even date you. And, uh, and, and during this whole experience, you, you become lower and lower in your own self-estimation until you, you, you would need therapy to get out of it. So, uh, but let's say you knew in advance that uh, the shidduch is coming when it's, when it's supposed to come in four years, you know that's when it's happening. So then you would feel good the whole time. So it's possible the bracha that you're looking for is, isn't there yet, 
but uh, you're gesund, you're healthy, and you're bitachin, and you're 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 you'll be satisfied. No, look, it's a four-year engagement. I don't know who she is. It's a four-year engagement. We're good. So uh, everyone does things differently. She has younger. She has younger sister. We're waiting for the younger sister. It's a four-year engagement. Whatever. And my point is that. Okay. Let's go. Bagdama. Let's see the Rebbe's explanation. I, the Rebbe, someone just told this to me, in Tav Shalom Atasis, of a ring, and never said, they started the Nigan, they said, to go right to the end. Vani! It's like a similar thing, and if I bring in, uh, Motisha, I think it was, the Rebbe said, after all the Cheshbain, all the calculations, is Nyet, Nyet, nothing besides Hashem, that's the main thing. The Eker is, the Rebbe says, Nyet, Nyet, Nikava, okay, let's go. Vagdama. Oyeche Gimel. Yehuda nimtza betzir shnosham mamashas aguf. A Jew is found in a soul in a, that is in a body. And the body is in this physical world. Not only is it in a physical world, it's in a chumrizdika world, the coarse world. And not only is he in a, is he in a coarse world, he's, at, he's living at a time when those who are called Perfect tzaddikim are very few. Not only that, even those that the Alter Rebbe calls benini, and Hasidim say, "I wish I could be like a benini." Even th- those people are also not so also scarce. Mm-hmm. And in general, the Jewish people are called the smallest of all nations. There's seventy wolves. They're the majority, and we're the minority. Va'afel became, despite all these, despite the scenario that we're put in, Hashem demands it from a Jew that he should serve Hashem in a way of peace. Not to burn the world, not to go, to, not to leave the world and go to the desert. Rather to be inside the world, to make from the world itself a home for Hashem. Despite the fact that the world is the way, is the way it looks. And the stakes are the way they are. The Eivisher doesn't say that you should fight, you should break it. Doesn't say you should ignore it. He says, I want you to engage it. I want you to make that place itself that you that looks so ichi and yucky, and to make that a home for Hashem. How does he want you to do that? You know how he wants you to do that? He doesn't want you to do that by being a hermit. He wants you to do that by, in, as the Torah says, in all your ways you should know him. Hainu. He doesn't just want you to know him when you're learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, and not, he doesn't want you to know him by fasting. Rather, he wants you to know him in all details of your life. When you're eating and when you're drinking and you're taking care of your needs, at all times the Ramam says, that is when you are supposed to know Hashem. That means to, uh, this means to say, Although the life of a Jew and all these details aforementioned are seemingly exactly the same as in non-Jews, on the one hand, Hashem says, 
that you have to earn your livelihood in a natural way. The Torah says do not rely on a miracle. And you have to earn your place among the guys to prove that a Jew who keeps Torah mitzvahs can be successful in this physical and coarse world. That's what you got to do. To earn your parnas in a natural way and machalevin, uh, as they say, make a life for yourself. On the other hand, this should be done in a way that you're true mitzvahs. That who are you? You're not your business. And not, they're not all the things that you're doing. Rather, who, who are you? You're the one who is Oisif that your business is Torah, is kindness and diving them in. That's what you're into. That's what, that's, you're all into that. Although you're doing all these things according to nature, that, that's not you. You're all into who are you? You are the one who is in, who is Oisif and kindness and minyan. Luchura, diving with a minyan. Torah, kindness and diving with a minyan. Luchura, Seemingly, the Rebbe says, that itself is the biggest miracle. What, you, what we just said, that kind of persona who's able to accomplish that feat is the greatest kind of miracle. That, that, that man who just did that is Superman. But it ain't same chalanas. Not supposed to rely on a miracle. How can we demand from a Jew these two opposites? On the one hand, we tell a Jew you should redeem yourself from the world. On the other hand, we say it should be peaceful, which means now you're supposed to break the world, now you're supposed to ignore the world, but from the world itself, you're supposed to make that a home for Hashem. Which one is it? Take a pick, L'chaira. If, if we're not Superman, and uh, how, how are we supposed to make this happen? So the, the contradiction is Hashem tells you to be involved in the world and keep all the laws of, of Shulchan Aruch in regard to your business, not to encroach on someone else's business, and do things in a natural way, and uh, and show that a Jew could keep teremitzis and still be successful, etc. And on the other hand, although you're doing all those things, you're still involved in the physical world. Uh, yet your your life is really about Torah and kindness and, and davening. How is that possible? How is it possible that you're both being revealing Hashem in the world, and it's in a way of peace that you're not fighting with, you're not ignoring it, you're not breaking it but you're revealing Hashem in the world itself. Your involvement in the world is going gonna, is gonna to bring you down. So either you're going to be involved, or you're going to be either be above or you're in. You can't be both redeemed from the world and redeeming Hashem in the world, by, uh, uh, and yet either you're the guy who is all in Gashmias, or you're the guy who's all in Ruchnias. So when you're closing the deal, you're thinking, ah, oh, such a Gashmat, I now get to give more tzedakah, or, ah, oh, such a Gashmat, now I get to buy more Tesla stock. Um, I think I think that that you're more like Batman, but we'll talk about you later. Because you're so involved and you're doing it that it's hard to see you not doing it. Spider Man, he's like Spider Man. Listen. <laughs> Nancy. Anyways, so. <laughs> Anyways, and the that is, my friends, is that they're saying a very simple thing. He's saying the question that, you, that, that someone would have said in a second had the Rebbe not said it. The Rebbe saying a very simple question is that we just said, we just, we just raised the stakes of what a Jew is supposed to do very high. We're saying that you have to be all the way involved in the world in a natural way, and yet you're not supposed to care about it at all, and your whole life is about Torah and Davin and kindness. That's it. How can you be so involved in the world, and yet that's not what you're about? Maybe it's because we've learned the Maim Rabbim Maimer, and it's only your hands, not your head, 
so you're involved, but you're not really involved because your mind is separated and you still go to Minyan, you're still doing your Chitas and your Rambam and everything mm-hmm. else. That's Rebbe's question. How can you do the Mayim Rambam? How can you actually accomplish that when the terrorist says to be so involved in Gashmas? How can you be redeemed in peace? It, to say ignore the world, okay, that, that, that we know how to do that. To say to fight the world, to be angry, you know, wake up every morning and, and, and go in there, but, but, but to be involved. In the, in the, like, uh, we were learning last night about Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik, uh, he went to the butler and the baker, and he asked them, why are you guys sad? He felt a responsibility to them and a responsibility to the world, despite the fact that they had every reason to be angry at the world and, and, and their death row, so why, of course they're sad. But Yosef HaTzadik doesn't look at it that way. He knows that his account is with Hashem, and he has a mission there, and he has a purpose there, and he has to give, be a light unto the nations. And he has to inspire the non-Jews around them to be happy. And, and he, he was feeding them. They had clothing, and they had, he was their, their servant in the, in, in the prison. But he, that wasn't enough. Yosef said, why can someone be sad in God's world? This, 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 see, he didn't fight the world. He revealed and made the world, made them. He, the, the question is, that's Yosef HaTzadik. But how can we all do that? Let's read it a little further. So what was Yosef HaTzadik's mindset when he told the baker he was going to be hung? Oh, his mind. That's a good question. Maybe his mindset, his guessing, is that uh, if you knew that in three days, so you, you, you'd, have, you'd have to get ready. I don't know. Here we come to the connection. There's, there's other explanations of that. Um, the baker, the, the, there was something, there's an issue that, with the, whatever. I, I, that's, that's a different discussion. Right later, there, there's a, I actually remember a few um, commentaries about that. Okay, so now let's go to the, two, the connection between these two explanations in this Pasuk. The, the two connection to these, these two explanations will give us the answer. When a Jew wants to go with his own power, he doesn't need anybody. Doesn't need God either. He could do everything by himself. Then all the questions we said before could arise. We're the smallest of all nations. One sheep among seventy wolves. There, you're living in a time where there's more, where, where there's no tzaddikim, there's no benanim. But that's all when you look at it as if you're the uh, one person over there against the world. In order to redeem Hashem and His children from nations of the world, you have to have God's input. That God should help you. That God should accomplish part of the you need God's assistance. Hashem has to help you. You cannot do it by yourself. That's the answer. The answer is, is that we ultimately we rely on the Abishter. God help me in my endeavor right now. We're not talking about the thief. We're talking about you. Talking about you looking at your mission in this world and saying this is insurmountable. And the Avisha is telling you, yes, of course insurmountable, but I'm going with you. What are you talking about? There is a, there, there is a statement in, the, um, in Song of Songs, the king is bound in the trenches. And the Zohar says the king is bound in the trenches of the mind. That means the Avisha, so to speak, is affected by what a Jew thinks, so to speak, a Galtabites and Tanya, the Jew thinks the wrong thoughts, it's like a king who you're taking the king's face and putting it into a dung heap. So uh, so there's a need of a Jew to so to speak redeem Hashem from nations of the world by his uh, Hashem gives us free will, it's all up to us. And we have the ability to attack a effect so to speak Hashem and, and to redeem Hashem so to speak by our by us keeping pure thoughts, etc. Like the uh, the Friedrich said we cannot 
measure how precious it is to Hashem, a Jew having positive, pure thoughts even for a moment. Anyway, so, so, so you need Hashem's assistance, but Hashem does give you free choice. Everything is in the hands of heaven, except for fear of heaven. You have a free choice. By a Jew receiving God's assistance and learning Torah and davening and davening doing kindness, so so there's a convergence of the two explanations of the redemption, right? He is redeeming Hashem by Hashem redeeming him. In that convergence, there is also that has a symbiotic effect on another convergence on the on the first part of the pasuk. I'm sorry, the next part of the pasuk. The many were either against me, according to one explanation, or the many were with me, according to another explanation. By a Jew causing peace in his life, by revealing Hashem in the world, that causes that although the world looks like it's against you, and there are many things in the world that are at a war, so to speak, with the Jewish people, but those things themselves, instead of being the many that, many that were against me, they should be transformed to become just like Torah, just like kindness, just like that. In other words, they should also become... Uh, positive forces, like the force of terror, the force of Davin, the force of kindness, they're transformed in merit of a Jew making these choices to do what Hashem wants them to do. But they, that, that, that the uh, nations, the world themselves, come and they help the Jew as well. Not just that you're fighting, but that the world itself comes and assists you. When you, when you reveal that in yourself, that the Abish, you, you do what Hashem wants you to do, and you and you, sh- and you um, Use Hashem's assistance to do what Hashem wants you to do, and, and thereby reveal godliness in the world. That also shows. I mean, what's the truth? The truth is that everything Hashem made is for the sake of His glory, and therefore there is no real opposition. So by Yid um, having that attitude that the world He's not fighting with the world, and on the contrary, there's something that He knows that the world itself is there for Tehran, for Yidin. Uh, that, 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 that's revealed. Hashem, Hashem reveals that in, a, in an open way, so that you could see that the, those things in the world that were previously in a state of of war. They they add it up. They, they they turn around and they and they assist you. Okay, what's the lesson? Bottom line in the Rebbe's language: lower than ten tefachim. Bring this down into our space. What are we saying? This is a lesson simply lower than ten tefachim, lower than ten hands breaths. There are some people that make a border and they say, when they are in the four cubits of the shul, in the base medish, in the yeshiva, or every single day while they're davening, or while they're learning, or while they're doing mitzvahs, then they have a connection completely to God. There are some people that say that. But when they come to the place of work, and when it comes to their, earning their panasa, for example, they come to a place that they have to make an effort with their human mind. Since their effort, since the, their job is to discover new ideas that are not relevant to the wisdom of Torah, rather, they, they are secular wisdoms, my job is to discover secular wisdoms, not to discover Torah. So therefore I say, what place is there in my field when I'm trying to discover new innovations in secular wisdom? What does that have to do with faith? What, what room is there there to think about godliness, which is above nature and above logic? That's, that's, not, that's not the place for it. 
Chaim Chomer and Chaim. Adrabe. On the contrary, Zerakev Valvoy said. On the contrary, on the contrary, it's thinking about how Hashem is beyond logic and beyond nature, that might confuse you. You might suddenly not do your job, but use your mind, you might suddenly rely on your faith. So that, you might think to yourself, I can't think about Hashem over here now. If I think about Hashem taking care of things, I'm not going to do my job, I'm going to suddenly go into my Amuna mode and turn my brain off. And, that, and my job is to discover new innovations. I'm going to be doing it. If I think about Hashem right now, you know what's going to happen? I am going to be transgressing the words of the Talmud, which says to rely on a miracle, because I'm not going to be involved in my, my business. I'm going to be involved, I'm going to be relying on a miracle. The person says, thinking about Hashem when I'm involved in my parnasa is not peaceful between these two sides. Thinking about God while I'm involved in business is not causing peace, right? The whole thing is causing peace between the two sides. Rather, these are two separate worlds. And Hashem made these two um, parallel you know, places which are different from each other and, and, and they're not supposed to, they're incongruous. And they're not supposed to be mixed. And it's, not, it's not called making shalom between them. It's called messing things up. You're not supposed to be uh, um, thinking about God when you think you're supposed to, be, supposed to be doing your job. What's the answer to this? The written Torah has both explanations of this verse. On the, on, on the same verse, you have two explanations. Second. Oh, it's put on. 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 Okay. All right. I like to buy a vowel. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. 80s. All right. The written Torah. Okay. There are two explanations of the Pasuk, and there, we said the both explanations are uh, said in the same Pasuk because they're connected, right? And one explanation is that God redeems you. Another explanation is that you redeem Hashem. So the Rebbe says they're both in the same Pasuk to emphasize to us something. Why are they both in the same Pasuk? The Torah wants to tell us something. The meaning of God is one, when we say Hashem Echad, isn't just that God is one. Rather, you might think we say God is one, that there's God is one, and there's other things, other things besides God. The true meaning of God is one is, as the end of that section of the Torah says, end of that Parsha says, there's nothing besides Hashem. And therefore, 
when a Jew goes to be involved in his business, he does not have the key to, to, close, and, to close the door and to say to God that God is saying, staying on the other side of the door. There's, you don't have that key. You mm-hmm. cannot leave the Abishter in the Shul and the Besmedrish, and now when you're involved in the world, you're in charge. And you'll decide what works and how it works and how to be successful. Why can't you do that? Why don't you have that key? Because the truth is that there's nothing besides Hashem. And not only that, even if you decide that you want to be like all the nations of the world, even then you cannot be successful. As it says in Kuntras that a Jew's portion of the world does not work in a similar way to non-Jews. And so when a Jew wants that his he wants to eat and drink and sleep and to exercise, there's only one way for a Jew to receive that. And that is to get it through in according to Torah. And this is Okay, so, that, so, so that, that's the answer. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about departmentalizing the Abishter and your world and saying that there's two different departments and there's a time you're involved in one, a time you're involved in the other. Oh, God will help you. He's online too. He's in the sections. <laughs> <laughs> there's a sale going on in that department. Right, right. You, you, you go over there. There's, there's, we'll send someone down there. When you're involved in your business, when you're involved in your business, and you're involved in trying to make new innovations, etc., the, the, the truth is not like this guy was saying that it's disturbing to think about how Hashem is helping you. It's not, it, that's a mistake. It's disturbing to think about your faith then because you're supposed to use your mind. That's a mistake. The truth is, is that you cannot lock the God out, and God is in charge of this world as well. There's nothing besides Hashem. But Hashem is one means there's all there is as Hashem. And therefore, you have to know Hashem in all your ways, and realize that this itself, you need the Abish in whatever you're doing. And, and this is the second point. That's a Kiddush. That's a Kiddush. That's a Kiddush. I there was something else happening here with like, Davening and like, the, other, the other place. No, the Kiddush is, well, it is really a Kiddush in both places. Once you say that the Abish is not relegated to a certain space, it becomes all of a sudden a lot, strong, a lot, lot bigger, stronger God. If the Abish only is in one department, so then you're living a fallacy. You know, he's in one place, not another place. There's, there's, there's a dissonance. But if you're able to bring the Abishter in, into your world where you are on the other side of the door, the doctor uses expression in Yeres HaKedosh, uh, chapter 9, he says, some people, they give false testimony every day when they say God is one, they cover their eyes, and they open their eyes and pick up, he's not there anymore, Chas so, 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 so we're talking about being giving true testimony Hashem Echad and not closing the door and realizing that there isn't another space that Hashem, that there isn't a difference between, between the, the place of the shul and the place of the business, and, and Hashem is in charge of that department as well. There's only one manager of the store. <laughs> well, let's just finish this paragraph, you know, we'll deal with you later. This is another point about in all your ways you should know Hashem. Listen to Paul Mordechai. Oh. Just like we demand from a Jew that the goal of all your ways should be to know Hashem, so too, listen to you want to know this. The success is in, in all your ways depends upon you knowing Hashem. Your, the success in you doing your things in your ways depends upon you knowing Hashem. When a Jew starts his day with Meida Ani, and he brings the concept of Shechzarta bin Hashemasi and the Shama coming into him, in all details of his life, the way it's supposed to be. When you start off with Meida Ani, so you bring, when you want that you should have the world, 
All right, let's continue later. The point is, in you order to be successful, whatever you're doing, you have to know Hashem what you're doing. That the bring the Abishur into it brings the success of the Abishur.